brought to you almost live from the dude in the basement studios. Why? Because that's where the good stuff is. It sips, suds, and smokes with your smoking host, the good old boys. Suds, suds, it's time for more suds. Oh, definitely, uh, it is time for another sud segment here on Sip, Suds, and Smokes. Welcome, everyone, and this is where good beer meets bad radio. I am one of your hosts here at the table, good old boy Mike. Joining me on the table, at the table, in the the table, table. on the table, (laughs) is good old boy Dave. Oh, no more Yankee, my wanky. See? The donga need food. It's hard to keep him off the table. I'm deciding, could that really be the most entertaining moment that we're going to have for this episode? Mm, yes, it's downhill from there. Oh, so we're setting the bar really low. <laughs> like uh, that. That's kind of our thing. That's and different in what way? <laughs> right. That's correct. Once you have the template for success, don't mess with it. After yeah. all, I'm, I'm here, so that, that's sort of... Also joining us is good old boy Kendall. I'm just here for the pastry. <laughs> How rude. <laughs> for sure. <laughs> and also, good old boy Caperton. And I'm here to be respectful. Oh, man. <laughs> today, that is so lame. We're doing respectful today. Can we please have the hip waiters at table 11? <laughs> Come, Just bring them on over here. Security, can you yeah, yeah, escort this The individual. irony is not lost on you guys, mm, obviously. Yeah. Well, this stunning uh, Suds episode is going to be brought to you by... Suds and things. Studs... <laughs> stuff and things do you like stuff do you need things well we'll come on down to stuff and things we have more stuff than anyone and our things are very competitively priced stuff and things things and stuff stuff and things and stuff and things now with more stuff well on today's episode we're going to be discussing the funky buddha brewery in oakland park florida wait a minute we're talking about Funky Buddha, the brewery. Uh, yes, Dave. This is a beer show. We talk about beers. Uh, what Funky Buddha did, you think uh, we were talking about? Well, it's the music so we walk around town. Forget about the music when you go downtown. The room for your boom if you be around town. The night brings the peace if you count on town. Obviously, I thought we were doing a dedication show to Funky Buddha, the Asian-American rapper who was a member of Notorious MSG until he was gunned down in a drive-by in Chinatown in 2005. Damn it. I, uh, this is why we don't come to the production meetings and these kind of things happen. And it just, you know, it. oh, man, just... Um, <laughs> I, I've never seen uh, my, this speechless Dave. What have you done to him? Apparently they, not enough. They said it was not possible, but obviously we've witnessed it. How about I go ahead and read off the beer Please. list for today? Yes. All right. The Funky Buddha beers we will be tasting and discussing are. Hang on a second. I need to get my pastry back. That's right. That's right. <laughs> get a napkin, folks. <laughs> So, first up, we've got Buttercup Double Brown Ale with peanuts, vanilla, and cocoa nibs. Mm. Mm. Secondly, Maple Bacon Coffee Porter. I guess the, the name says it all there. The Last Snow Coconut, co- coconut and Coffee <laughs> Porter. The strawberry shortcake wheat wine, which was the the only the only uh, beer you could see through. Yeah, the only beer you could actually see through from this flight, uh, with strawberries and vanilla. Uh, the Nikolai Vorloff Russian Imperial Stout, and last but not least, or perhaps. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. Imperial Coffee Stout. So we've established that Funky Buddha is violating all of the conceptions about beer names, Mm -hmm. which is if you're using more than eight syllables or three words, it's too long. Yep. (laughs) Okay. 
Absolutely. <laughs> so, yep. And you use some really big words that Caperton cannot pronunciate. So correct. Those words don't those have to be that cor- big. Though. Connect. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to read our uh, our Sud ratings for today. We are going to be discussing and rating these beers with the Sud rating plus our signature belching sounds. And here are those ratings now. In my favorites. Miami mother accent. Oh boy. <laughs> Which is around the corner from Oakland Park, oh by the way. Oh boy. George, that sucks. Give me anything but a bud. Oh my God. Please turn down the, the thermostat. It is so cold in here. It's almost 74. Number two. Was that a belch or was that your cousin making that noise again? Number three. I say this every time your aunt comes over. Ah, what a relief. Oh, my God. She never leaves. Number four. I think that this should be a T-shirt every time you go down to the Grove and see something like this. A body should really not make that sound. And I say this with lots of love for all my other Floridians around here in Miami Beach. Listen to that hang time. Give me another. You're a snowbird, right? That's, yeah, I. Why well, am? That's so the snowbird. You, you guys know I. I go back and forth to Florida, and uh, I definitely. I, I'm not in the Miami area. I'm on the other side of the coast, so I'm in the <laughs> <clears throat> on the Gulf side. So it's a different uh, link shuffleboard stick. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you know. So and I. So the running joke you always so. You know how you can tell the seasons in Florida? It's whether you're seeing blue hair and hands or just blue hair. So that's, that's <laughs> yep. a difference. Yep. And you're not wow. seeing my hand gesture, but it's really a little old lady with her, her hands on the steering wheel because that's about all you can see, you know, in, in Florida. once again. Oh, no, no, no. I can't be banned from there. That would be bad. So <laughs> I don't think they're going to have you back. I, have a st- <laughs> I know this. Yeah. So, uh I have a story why I know this uh, this accent and you know this genre really well. So, um, my uh, uh, I was uh, I went to uh, freshman college in Florida, and my uh, my roommate was actually from Miami. Um, in fact, he and his family lived on Star Island, and he was Jewish. And his mom was this. This is how she sounded. Yeah, it was yeah. just this is a dead ringer for his mother. Ha. And uh, so it just you know I got exposed at, at, you know to the family culture that they had there, and it's just this very interesting community you know uh, through there. Um, <clears throat> because I think at that time it was a it was a very polarized community. I mean, you had a lot of people from Jersey. Um, and the tri-state area that had moved into the Miami area, and you had this very heavy immigration, you know, population coming in from a large number of Latin American company, uh, countries as well, and there was like nothing in between. Mm-hmm. It just it was just like one or two of those, you know, groups, and like saying a native, you know, a person from Miami is just like a misnomer. I don't yeah. even know what that person yeah. would sound like, you know. It's um, almost like Nashville. Yeah. Right. Um, so, you know, I just, uh, my roommate's mother, she just, uh, it always took her like 14 sentences to say something that you and I would say it in like three mm. words, you know, she would, it would just, I mean, you'd ask her something simple, like, um, you know, do you have any mayonnaise? You know, this one time, uh, in, you know, his brother, he asked me for <laughs> yeah, mayo yeah, yeah. and I went and then I had to call somebody and then, you know what? The phone rang. And, and then I was just all flummoxed about that. And it keep on going on and on. And I just, you know, have you ever had a sandwich with really good mayo? I mean, you know, sometimes when you have a sandwich with mayo, the wrong kind of mayo, I mean, there's not every kind of mayo is not the same thing. Oh, I'm so, looking for my keys, man. You know, I, 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 I so his We're brother, for when he right asked me for the sandwich with this mayo, I, I talked to him. I said, you can't have that kind of mayo on that sandwich because it doesn't belong there. So, you know, I just... Yeah. Should so, have followed it up with I don't like yeah, mayo. So, uh, I'm sorry. What you asking for? Mayo. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, That's I remember great. that now. Yeah. So <laughs> that was just a very difficult cool. conversation, you know, with my roommate's mother. It was just it was like, wow, okay, seriously. You know, it just went on and on like that all the time. I'm not really hungry now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. So 
Good old Florida. Yeah. So uh, anyway, if you're in the area and you get to introduce yourself to someone of, you know, that steps into this, you know, this genre, you'll go, I'm, you know, good old boy Mike told me about he this. He warned so. me. Yeah, he did. Well, we have some uh, rather uh, innovative beers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah. to go through today from Funky Buddha. So can you taste your run? <laughs> so, um, the one thing about uh, we didn't uh, cover in some of the background is um, in between when these beers were brewed and when we we're actually covering them here on the show, they were acquired by Constellation Brands, which dun, is dun, dun. which is really a huge uh, conglomeration of a lot of a lot of brands. Uh, Constellation was on a tear of buying just tons of vineyards. I mean, they just consumed the entire wine world i mean they're really one of the top three players you know in const in in wines and they took a similar approach when craft beer was coming around as well and uh you know probably one of the biggest deals that they did in purchasing a brewery was the deal with ballast point yep <laughs> yeah one billion dollars for a, a brewery yeah. Did they get the distillery it's too, just, though? That's hard to figure out. Um, I don't think so, because I don't think that they were actually distilling on uh, their own equipment at that time. Oh, so, okay. Hmm. Man. But they've gone through uh, some other large acquisitions, and this is this is one of many. So, Funky yeah. Buddha joined the family. Yeah. yeah. So we'll talk a little bit more about these beers we're going to go through um, in a bit after you go and get a knife and a fork. <laughs> and some mayo and figure out exactly what you're going to have on your pancakes <laughs> and get a cup of coffee <laughs> while right. you're at it yeah you're going to need it for this show we'll discuss these right after this break something to check your glucose <laughs> rolling clouds and crashing surf Iridescent dunes reflecting by the light of a rising glowing moon. Seashore mesmerizing, night breeze hypnotizing. We've come across these back roads none too soon. Look to the left, to the right. Keep your eyes on the road, my darling Wondering if we're only passing through Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Hey, welcome back to this Suds episode on Sip, Suds, and Smokes. I am one of your hosts here, good boy Mike, and we're going through beers in a... Brewery takeover from Funky Buddha, and uh, we're the second people to take over Funky Buddha. <laughs> yeah. So uh, we're going to, <laughs> which we were just discussing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm glad you went and got a knife and a fork because you're going to need it to uh, go through uh, a lot of these beers with us today. We are going to do our best um to uh, go through um these we're going to start off with maple bacon coffee porter um so here is uh, a quick description and these descriptions are a lot longer than some of the ones so i'm going to read these rather exceedingly quick the beer that started all evoking a complete diner style breakfast in a glass maple bacon coffee porter is a complex beer with multitudes of flavors at play it pours on an opaque ebony brew with frothy tan head aromas of sticky maple syrup coffee and cream creep cream creep creepy. forth from the grass okay creepy cream creepy cream Correct. That's yeah. I'm overeducated and overpaid. Uh, the mouthfeel is luxuriously creamy, with layers of sweet malt toffee and rose giving way to waves of smoked coffee and salted chocolate. It finishes sticky, rich, and sweet with a flavor of maple syrup lingering pleasantly on the tongue. I, on the, the tongue? tongue. On the tongue. I yes. got maple syrup all over my tongue once. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a week to get it off. Gotta go to the doctor for that. Yeah. 
So a lot of accolades for this beer, um, and they violated our beer description by a whopping four hours. Um, so yeah, just you know, down one sentence there, uh, folks. Um, it's a beer. Yeah. Uh, what'd you guys think about this beer? Well, it's sticky. I mean, they got I think that they, one, right? I yep. think they got a lot of that right. Sticky yeah, and maple. <laughs> I don't get any bacon. Yeah, I, I don't get any bacon. Just a either. hint of smoke. Is that yeah, supposed maybe. to be the bacon? I guess. Yes, yeah. I guess. Um, the first thing I wrote down was if IHOP actually made a beer, this yeah. would be it. Yeah. This would be signature IHOP beer. The only thing that was missing is it needs to be in the same decanter as all the syrups that you would have at, at IHOP. That's it. I know some yeah. folks that really like this beer, man. I mean, and I just, I don't it know. Just, it it reminded me of the maple candy I used to get yeah. up in uh, like New England. It's yeah. like yeah. maple sugar candy in a shape of a leaf, and yeah. it's just so sugar. Sticky sweet, yeah, um, yeah, lots of flavor, uh, good bitterness, um, I, really tons of coffee, and it definitely evokes morning breakfast, whatever it is they're trying oh, yeah, to evoke I'm, there. Like, you know, you need to have a short stack with this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. what's know? the yeah. what's the ABV on this one? Do you know? Uh, it is six point four percent. That's not that bad. That's I not mean, bad. Yeah, yeah thirty five IBUs. So. Um, yeah, I could, I, I could drink this for breakfast. I'd think I didn't be get okay. any of the bacon though thing. Um, yeah, yeah, it was just sweet and sticky, you know, all the way. Here, I'm actually going to take another sip. This will be interesting. Yep. Mm. So I'm going to jump in here and say that one of my first jobs as a young lad was um, washing the dishes at a local restaurant that's sort of regional here in the southeast called Shoney's. Hmm. And morning was the worst, like breakfast, because uh, the, the the dishes came to you in a bus pan, right? They were sticky. And they smelled like this beer, man. Yeah. It was like <laughs> syrup and coffee and pancake stuff yeah. all kind of mixed up yeah. together. It's kind of me taking me back to that first really <laughs> bad job a little bit. So I'm trying not to. I'm trying to fight the the urge to like clock out and go home. <laughs> <laughs> throw your throw your dish towel. Throw my apron. You know. Throw your at apron at Mike and be like, "I'm out of here, yeah. dude. Yeah. <laughs> Take this job and shove it." I. You know, there's quite a few maple, you know, coffee porters out there. I mean, it's a. It's not like. Uh, super popular but i mean there's there's several yeah, that we've yeah, had that yeah try to try to put this flavor profile together. i think it's the bacon thing that's mm -hmm. missing here because yep. you know the salt component you would have from the nitrate and regular bacon that's the one thing mm -hmm. i'm you know i definitely get the maple sugar yeah and yep. the coffee is there and you have all this cocoa nibs but not enough savory that uh that salt component is, that would be good like a yeah. little bit of saltiness because that would just enhance the other flavors too yeah, probably so. and then uh maybe some more smoke huh would you pour with your left hand or your right hand or would you just hold the entire five pound bucket of you know goo to pour on your pancakes i, mean, I dip it dip it okay yeah, dip all right it, yeah this is definitely dipping beer that's for yeah. sure well, <clears throat> we didn't get a chance to talk about our, our rating for this, so we're going to actually figure yeah, this out. We didn't. We, we usually confer here. Yeah. All right. So our Sip, Sudden, and Smokes rating for Maple Bacon Coffee Porter is going to be a three. All right. Next up in the land of pastries is going to be <laughs> the Last Snow Porter. This is a porter with coconut and coffee. The Last Snow Coconut and Coffee Porter is an ode to a special time in Florida. Oh, yes, Martha, where the needle just dips south, <laughs> just south of 75. Oh, my God, it's so chilly in here. It's almost 72 degrees. Turn up the heat, even with the briefest of moments. This rich, creamy porter is layered with coconut and freshly roasted coffee for a taste that recalls a winter wonderland, even if our state... <laughs> that's just a state of mind. Very true. So um, I can definitely attest that uh, my mom refuses to actually travel north of Tampa. It's really cold in Ocala. <laughs> I'm like, Mom, that's just like 45 minutes away. <laughs> She's nope. like, it's cold. It's know? really cold. So, yeah. <laughs> uh, I have this running joke with her that, uh, you know, when she's we're going to move her into uh, – some assisted living on which she hates that word at some point in time. I'm instead of, I'm just going to tattoo on her wrist that she's cold. 
And, you know, because instead of people, she's going to just point to the tattoo yeah. on her wrist. My yeah. mom is from Cleveland, 20 foot high snow drifts. Okay. You know, that she grew up with. And uh, so, but she's, even now she's like, you know, it, it's almost 73. I, I mean, need a shawl. Yeah. yeah uh, I mean, we have to turn the heat on. I'm yeah. like, you know. Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, her barometer has shifted. You know <laughs> yeah, that's I mean? for sure. Yeah. Uh, what'd you guys think about of uh, Last Snow Porter here from Funky Buddha? Probably the best one of the flight, uh, in my I opinion. Agree. I think I agree too. Yeah, we've talked about this one before. Uh, this is a good beer. Um, I am not a fan of coconut in 99% of all circumstances, but in a beer like this, this is like the one place where I would I would say I can enjoy the flavor of coconut. That's a that's a thing. Yeah. That's a, that's a good thing. And yeah. this is just a ton of coconut. It Actually, is. I just wrote down that when I first uh, took a sniff of it, just coconut out the wazoo. I yeah. mean, it just loads and loads of coconut. Uh, kind of reminds me of a Mounds bar. I'm, yep. I'm like Dave, not a huge coconut fan, but this one's executed pretty well. It's And it's balanced. Even though it's huge in the aroma and the flavor, it's very mm -hmm. balanced with, I get a little coffee, a little chocolate. It's yeah. great. Yeah, I think... Uh, I think you guys are right. This I've had this beer probably more than any other Funky Buddha beer, and I usually True. am looking forward to it when I see the bottle, you know, come out. Yeah, and uh, and it's yeah, it, it. I agree. It's it's a ton of coconut. I mean, that's I wrote coconut like four times here. Um, it's not. It's possibly. I don't know. I'd like to run back through the flight maybe, but maybe the the least sweet of the bunch. Yeah, you it's know, a good balance yeah, on the flavor. Yeah, it, it, it seems to be mm. a little more balanced than... than maybe the Nikolov, uh, Nikolai uh, Vorlov is maybe the least sweet, but yeah, I agree that yeah. this one this is one's not, not a sweet, yeah, sticky it's bomb. Not, it's not as sticky as, as the maple bacon. The coconut sure. is the star of the show. For sure. You know, for off sure. this one. Um, so, uh, when Kendall was uh, sitting next to me when we were tasting this, and I was like, hmm, so it sounds... It's uh, with an... Sometimes it sounds like a nut, sometimes a ton. Because <laughs> yeah. it does. This yeah. is just a Mounds bar and a, and a yeah. glass. It totally is. I mean, I, it just completely yeah. mm -hmm. tastes just like that candy. I'm not bar. sure they added cocoa nibs to this. I'm not sure that they, I think if they had, I think it would have upset the balance going mm -hmm. on here yeah. for sure. I seem to remember uh, talking to the brewer a couple years ago. Uh, when we first tried this beer, and I, I think they toast the coconut. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure that like sort of enhances the flavor even yeah. further. You know, there's mm. a local brewery here in town that does the same thing. That yeah. I think uh, I think they've got that down. I think yeah, toasting the coconut for sure. Well, the, one of the big topics we had around all this flight of beers is these are just so flavor laden. Mm -hmm. Is okay, so. How did how did you get all that adjunct flavor in this? Are you using, you know, whole whole ingredients or using extracts? And I think we were drawing a very quick conclusion that to get this flavor profile, you got to go extract. Some of these, I think, yeah. you would absolutely have to. I hate to say it, but it's probably and some of, some mm. of them. It doesn't come across as the natural fruit right. flavor. I'm not right. sure that's necessarily. Um, a negative thing for no. a brewer to do, right? I, I, I try, yes. I'm trying. Okay, I, I want to say yes, right? But I'm trying not to. Again, what did I say? My my, I was going to be forty witnesses with a wet noodle. That we respectful. I, I, here's so, the thing, though: you right? shall not use extracts. If you're making, you know, however many hundreds of barrels exactly. of this beer that you're exactly. pushing out. Just the sheer volume of fruit and like how much liquid you would lose in displacement and everything. Yeah. I mean, it becomes unwieldy and unprofitable. Well, and I think you just don't have to do all that really yeah. as, a, as a home brewer, but as a professional brewer, you, then you, yeah, you got to consider well, but, yeah. how many coconuts do we need? If for you're making this? like yeah, a, a lot, a, you know, some cherry sour ale that's yeah. going to be aged in a barrel and macerated cherries or whatever, then you want to go whole fruit. Yeah. Absolutely. Something like this where it's, it's a component. And it almost maybe they even the flavor is for. the beer. Yeah, maybe you really just want to push. This isn't over a the porter top. with coconut. This is coconut porter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's a good. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so one of the interesting distinctions with this beer was this beer was actually named in our best of sip show for 2016. 
Um, and uh, I guess the question, because Dave and I tasted this, you know, I think this may be the the we were tasting it in the in the same time. Because when we had it, you know, that first summer, it was mind blowing. And I yeah. want to say we had the first taste of this at GABF. It was at the Rare Beer Festival. That was it. The Rare Beer. There you go. Okay. Yeah. Um, and I mean, I really remember, you know, that having such a distinctive, you know, impression um, on us then. And that was the reason why it wound up being in the best of, you know, show yeah, for yeah. that year. Do you you think this is right up to the same uh, distinction and same flavor profiles? It has it gotten better? Has it gotten worse? Or is it's, it exactly the same? Or I don't. I would say it's definitely not better. Um, but you know, it's hard to tell. And like the first time you have something, yeah. it's usually like wow. You know, if it's if it's really good. So um, I I think it's about as good now. Not better, but I don't think it's much falling off much yeah well i think part of it is uh you know we've we've had a lot of other things between now and then as well yeah and true. so uh yeah i think the novelty of of this uh has maybe uh, worn off just a bit, a bit. Yeah, and the yeah. setting you guys were drinking it in in the first time adds a lot to it yeah. as well you're you're at a really cool event and you're you're keyed up your taste buds are all fired up your little gal juliana was there and she was going crazy over she it, really so. was yeah it's yeah. a good it's a good beer man well our suds rating for the last snow porter from funky buddha is going to be a four all right, next up on the pastry pie wagon train is going to be <laughs> the uh, the buttercup. Uh, this the is buttercup. a double brown ale, and here is the uh, description from them. Anybody want a peanut? This hunkin' a burning chocolate. I actually read that correct. Loved, love sure does. Buttercup takes two star-crossed flavors, sweet chocolate and salty peanuts, and joins them with a delectable double brown ale for a moment of pure destiny. Just one sip is sure to get your heart and mouth racing. I might be racing in a different direction. <laughs> uh, the ABV on this wow. is 8.8%. What did you guys oh, think of Buttercup man. from Funky Buddha? You know, when you first take a bite of a Reese's cup, you get that smell of the peanut butter. That's what I smelled in this beer. It had, had a very similar flavor to a, to a Reese's cup where the peanut butter is open and exposed. Well, and it, it, yeah, so it had the aroma of the peanuts, yeah. but the salty component is not there. Is no, it? I don't get any peanut flavor. I, I don't get them yeah, much I just, at all. When, yeah. And then when I drank it, so I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to get a lot of peanut out of this. And when I drank it, it was just like a chocolate porter. I'm getting wow. a ton of get, chocolate. Yeah. I didn't get a lot yeah. of peanuts out of yeah. it. it. It somehow came out in the I aroma, think. but not the flavor. I don't think it's this one's overly sweet, though. No. It, it, it tastes chocolatey, and it smells kind of chocolatey. I'm but a it's, little... I'm a little more forgiving of it now than I was when I tasted it first. It's got actually. a bit of yeah. a cola quality to it. Mm -hmm. yeah. In the aroma, That's especially for me, first, like yeah. that that caramel smell from a cola. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 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 So we did the uh, Brown uh, Ale show rather recently. Mm -hmm. And so this was not at the table. Do you think this, I mean, looking in light of some of those other, you know, Browns, there was just that one that was like a dark rose, I think, from Braxton that we had. The on that blueberry. Show pie beer blueberry pie brown from braxton um was like the really Ice only cream. yeah kind of adjuncty kind it, of thing this tastes like a really good base beer if i if i would love to have this brown with no adjuncts in it at all you know that might you, yeah mike i, I bet that agree. would be good i'm gonna I, agree I'm with betting you there. That this brown yeah. was really good yeah. all by itself yeah. with none of these adjuncts in it at all they yeah got, no i would i would buy that they got all florida on it yeah well, you know, I think, again, you know, it's the same mad scientist, you know, thing that they were going down going, welcome to the pastry shop, yeah, you know, yeah, and yeah. and let's figure out how to flavor this up. You know? They probably yeah. tried the base beer and they're like, man, we should just leave this. Well, yeah, this but our kind of our thing. <laughs> but I'm wondering where the chocolate in this is coming from. Like, how much of it did they add some kind of chocolate or how much of it was a chocolate malt? And, yeah. and even as a base border, do you still get that chocolate if they're using a lot of the chocolate malt? Mm. Well, the, yeah, definitely the uh, I thought the the cocoa nibs off this was a little bit different, and um, and again that the kind of cola quality was the thing that kept on coming through. Um, some other things I wrote down is I actually thought there was more beer than flavor here. 
Yeah. Um, so this wasn't something where some of the other ones we've had so far, it's like, da, 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 you know, it's a donut. And, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know, oh, yeah, there's some beer here, by the way. Um, this one, you can actually, you can taste the base beer. And I, I like that. It seems yeah. to be a lot more in check. This one, the more that it warms up and the more that we've talked about it, it really smells like cola. Like I mean, really, really. My first, my first sip of it tasted. Don't let me a lot talk like, into it. Uh, I mean, but, no, no. I mean, I yeah. already felt that. Like, but it I wasn't as yeah. pronounced. But now, it like, tasted damn, like off-brand RC. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And I say that respectfully. <laughs> With all due respect, <laughs> no, nobody's had RC cola outside of you know. This the is south, probably so, true. Yeah. I'm not even there sure people, people in the south. There are people are in Utah either. going. Well, I don't know what that is. That's probably somebody making an RC cola moon pie stout right now. Yeah. Ooh. Well, this would be a good way to start. You know, you just need one more extract, and boom, there you are. <laughs> we just found our thing. <laughs> somebody's going to add. Lact- somebody's going to add lactose to this and really screw it up. And yeah, there you go. Yeah, so. yeah. yeah. There's look. There was a lot of potential to screw this one up i think you know yeah and i I think think is that a goal they managed (laughs) it they may have snatched uh victory from the jaws of defeat there you go well respectfully um, respectfully so uh what do you guys think about this all right our uh, consensus is our suds rating for the buttercup from funky buddha is going to be a three yeah it's like butter. butter that's with an a butter Maybe they should wrap it in the Reese's, you know, wrapper. Uh, That's they should have that as a packaging option, shouldn't they, Kendall? So they could. It's little. Yeah, it, it doesn't even like look a, like a Reese's. Have like a co-marketing thing. This might not be the. This might not be the best place to ask, but is it Reese's or Reese's? Reese's. Yeah, I think it depends on whether you're in. Uh, Iowa or whether you're in Virginia, <laughs> because I have friends that say both, and and not that we discuss it that often, but if but if the word comes up, <laughs> and and someone says Reese's, we're gonna I've, let I've you never, debate this. Yeah, I've never had during anyone. the break. <laughs> Is it Reese's yeah. monkey or not just yeah? The destination, but baby, the whole elation riding down this lover's avenue. Slow as a willow blows, or as fast as the whirlwind grows, we glide beneath the stars in cobalt blue. Look to the left, to the right, keep your eyes on the road, my darling, wondering if we're only passing through. Open roads and open windows My hand is yours forever, sweet love Our eyes ahead on these back roads with a view Welcome back to this Suds episode uh, this is Sip Suds and Smokes, and we are going over a flight of beers in a brewery takeover edition from Funky Buddha out of Florida. They're funky. Yep. <clears throat> also, not the rap singer, right, Dave? Right. Uh, you know what? I'll play that clip. No, the no, notorious I, MSG. The MSG. Right, the notorious MSG. That's pretty good. I think he actually probably keeled over from drinking too many of these beers all at once. Pretty much like just it what do we it. did today. It would, this will get you the diabetes. This mm. will. You better test your glucose after you drink these beers. Well, the next beer up is called I'm So Excited, I'm So Scared. I don't know who has... Who has more, we have more creative episode names or they have more creative beer names. It's I think tough. it's the same. I think it's shade to the same marketing meeting or the lack of brain cells thereof. Uh, so this is an American double imperial stout. And here is a quick description of this beer. Hey there, tiger. Lose control or like it with a little. I'm so excited. I'm so scared. This ferociously coffeed uh, imperial stout is just like grabbing a booth at the max. Then hunkering down for a steady sish with a pot of Joe. What? A big pot of Joe. Yes, I am actually reading this. Maybe if I use a, a Miami mother, uh, 
Coffee aroma so good. If you if you have it yelling fresh pots, rock and roll. You ain't seen nothing yet. No, see, it didn't work either way, did it? <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. So yeah, this is a uh, study uh, sesh. Okay, that was what was. Well, yeah. did I read it better than you said it? No. Uh, <laughs> so I don't good. Think so. The ABV on this is ten percent. <laughs> it could be forty percent, and it's not going to change what we're going to say. Oi, 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 oi. Yeah. So, uh, hmm. uh, yeah, well, this will be interesting. Uh, a lot of innovative things to say about this one. Um, who wants to talk about this first? <laughs> I, I got a really weird sensation when I first smelled the beer. Were you was, excited or scared? It, I was scared because I knew it was a coffee beer, but I got like roasted peppers. It was a roasted, but it was like almost like a roasted green vegetal type yeah. aroma that, huh. that kind of faded out. And when I came back to it, I started getting coffee. <laughs> But it, it it's like when you have a uh, a pot of Folgers that sits all day and it just gets really stale. That's that's yeah. what it smelled like to me. Yeah. So Kendall and I again we were comparing a couple of notes after this, and I was like, okay, this is totally um, office coffee. Somebody has left a pot on that burner for three freaking days, you mm. know, and poured just a little bit of water in there, and that aroma. That's exactly what this thing smells like, and I'm like. See, it smells different to me. It smells like old fudge or something. Like there's some kind of weird. No, I don't know what it is. It's, man. it's burnt office pot coffee. I wrote a strange aftertaste <laughs> that I can't identify. Possibly burnt coffee. So, so we were going through, and I was like, <laughs> "So I agree with all you guys." What so. are all the brands of really crappy office coffee? And just like all these names were flowing out, you know, like yeah. a, like a river. Yeah. And I'm like, I've never even heard of these. I, I mean, I'm a guy that roasts, you know, my own coffee beans, and I'm like, this is really, really nasty. You know? This is some so, granddad coffee. For um, sure. I won't say the brand that it reminded me of, but I would say if you were looking for a regal mug, <laughs> you'll be really close to the the brand that I was thinking of. So some pet owners like to have a loyal pup <laughs> yeah there you go so um yeah the coffee on this was just so overwhelming um i just was there beer in this yeah there was there was like a sale I don't know what they did to i got a really strange aftertaste that i can't it was that, that lingered that very I strange quite, like yeah. <sighs> and i don't understand why uh it had to be this sweet as well. I mean, I really thought that's that the worst. All the sugar it. was really distracting. And it I'm is. like, you know, I can deal with really crappy coffee, but really, you know, a lot of sugar. So literally this is that coffee. You know what it is? With really bad water. And somebody has put like four pounds of sugar in that. So, so it's like when you go and you really, really need a cup of coffee, like really need a cup of coffee. So it's bad, right? So you get some coffee, but it's bad. So you just dump, so much sugar into it that's this just to try to mask that flavor but all you end up is like cloyingly sweet and then you get the bitter aftertaste over roasted over sweet yeah that should have been the name of this beer (laughs) 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 yeah that should have been the name of this beer too sweet too bitter yeah Mm -hmm. yeah all the way around well our suds rating for i'm so excited i'm so scared or as the other name should have been what was it? Over roasted, over sweet. <laughs> Our sons rating for either one of those would have been a two. That little fella. Yeah, I know. That poor guy. Are, are we done with that? He was please? trying. Moby, please trying. don't make me drink any more of that. All right. Next up is going to be the uh, Nikolai Vorlov. It's a Russian, it's a Russian imperial style. Uh, finally, we arrive at something that we all should know and love. Here's their description. We brewed this imperial stout to be bold, big, bold, strong, like big Russian men, like a bear hugging a Russian wrestler. Why Why would a bear hug a Russian wrestler? Because maybe he a, felt sad for him. Is it a friendly hug or an awkward hug? Do they shake hands first? Do they bow? How's this thing go? Is it like sumo wrestlers or, you know, a thick body? But using oats and lactose is complemented by plenty of complex chocolate, cocoa, Caramel tones. We can actually see Florida from Cuba before finishing on a balanced roasty note. How many of us think any of these things are very true of this Russian imperial stout? Well, it does have no. lactose. Yeah, right. True. Which actually, a Russian imperial stout should not really have lactose. Uh, I, don't, yeah. I don't get that. I'm not sure what they're 
trying yeah, for? Yeah, I, I want my big imperial stouts to finish with a really nice bitterness. Big, and roasty flavor. Yeah, roasty. And, and, any, I know, and any residual sugar should just come from, you know, the the whatever the, the yeast could given not up. Finish. And yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, so, you know, as soon as I saw, you know, Russian Imperial Stout, I mean, my brain just immediately flies towards, you know, old Rasputin. And I'm thinking of Cigar City, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, Marshall. Marshall um, yeah. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm thinking right down that taste profile. And I'm like, Amazing finally, beers, we're, yeah. we're yeah. arriving at something I know what it should be. <laughs> yep. And, and then, this is not... <laughs> They threw you a knuckleball. Yeah. So the Screwball. something was off with this, and it was just I, you know, I was picking out way too many individual, you know, it, components. It couldn't figure out what it was trying to be. I agree. It had an identity crisis, uh, tripped up by geography. Yeah. Do you want to be Russian in Cuba, or do you want to be a Russian in in Russia? You know, it's just like, you know, you want to you want to wear shorts, and you know. I, I just yeah. I didn't get it. Yeah, the and the oats and lactose make it something completely different. It's almost just like a double milk stout. You don't get that classic big flavor double you want from a Russian stout. But then you but then you still got some of the roastiness yeah. that you would get from the Russian stout. So you're saying that the grain choice here was really what tripped all of us up here because yeah, they didn't it, use barley because it it changes the mouthfeel. You've yeah, got all that they, residual sugar. They should have just used sweeter. roasted barley and just been done. And with it. so it it really throws you for a loop. That's yeah, you're Kendall not used to that it there for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So a couple other things I wrote now just really watery and thin. You know. Yeah. Um, um, I just, you know, again, I'm looking back at these comparative, you know, other commercial examples and thinking, wow, man, did somebody just like dilute this thing down like 30% or something? I don't know what's going on. So I've got, I've got thin, over roasted. I wrote cocoa nibs galore. Um, yeah. I mean, it's just somehow it was undercarbed. I don't know if it was just our bottle. You know? it, well, you can always attribute that to maybe it's just that one bottle, or yeah. something like that. But that didn't help with that. The, would, did that not, didn't help did not with do it any service. You could yeah. you could have yeah. carved this spot on it. We might have gotten a clunker here, but yeah. but I don't know, man. It's, that lactose, man. That to me, I don't mind lactose in a beer. Generally yeah, speaking, I'm not sure carbonation would have helped. If it's supposed to be there, you know, like lactose can really you know sweeten a beer in the right place. But if you're trying for a Russian Imperial Stout, you don't need to be doing that. Yeah. Well, the other thing I was leery of was the order we tasted all these in. I'm thinking, okay, all right. So I've had all the pastry shop you know, stuff, and I'm kind of cruising along, and all of a sudden I come across this really one-dimensional beer. Shouldn't be sweet. Shouldn't be, you know, there's no fuss. There's no muss about it. Yeah. You've had this beer, you know, a thousand times. You should know exactly what it's like. And I'm like, whoa. You know, so uh, – I wonder if if the order how we had this in the flight, you know, influenced any of that, or it it would have tasted this poorly if it had been first or last yeah, or anywhere else in the flight. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, think that. I don't think it changed much, even as it warmed up. It was kind of even now. Kind of it's still same. watery, even as I retasted it again. I think the best thing may be the label, which has a has a. <laughs> Wait, that's not what you want to hear as a brewer. As the a best bear, thing is the label as a bear with a little censored block over his groin area. <laughs> is what he would, hugging the Russian? What I would call a bear's groin area. No, but he looks like he's coming in for a big hug. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. why they had to cover his, his groin with his area. with his Johnson or whatever. <sighs> okay. Mm. All, All right. right. Well, that, yeah. That sorry. Got, sorry. That really got weird really <laughs> quick. Yeah. So yeah. if you were giving this beer as a gift, what? What kind of individual would you choose to give this to? A, a cousin you don't like, a, a bad spouse, a uh, um, a teacher you don't like. Who would it be? This is definitely a postman beer. Postman <laughs> beer. <laughs> <laughs> Why you want to get your mail thrown away for the rest? Of the yeah, <laughs> here, dude. That dude Here's gave for, me this crappy Russian beer. This is for breaking that that thing. I've delivered know? thousands of cases for you, and this is the love you give me. 
broke my broke my special Star Wars mug I had coming from. <laughs> How about it? it it's, a, a, it's a cousin beer. I cousin think. beer. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cousin, you don't want to see. I say the cousin more, you don't want to see. A little exactly. more respectful than yeah. Me. <laughs> this is special just for you. <laughs> I thought of you. Yeah, when I, I drank. Right. This. I picked this beer. <laughs> I set this you, aside buddy. just for you. That's exactly right. <laughs> this has got cousin Eddie all yep. over it. Complicated Look. and overly confusing. I think of all the people in the world they have that crazy thing going on with their eye just like you yeah. this i i decided that you're just you're really special you this know? beer's like you it doesn't know what it wants to be <laughs> either <laughs> that was a good one dave that was a good one. there it is right, that's yeah. the winner there you go <laughs> yeah look i know you can't get amc on your cable channel but this beer is just for you okay you know? we all can't be video game designers guys <laughs> that's right <laughs> <laughs> I was about to say everybody has to have a goal, and then there's this. So, you know. Well, our uh, our son's rating for Nikolai Vorloff is going to be a two. All right. Next up is the last beer that we have in this uh, pastry shop flight. Oi. Yep. I know you're so thrilled. You're excited. You've been waiting for this crescendo moment. Hang on to your hats here. It's got to get good at the end, right? <laughs> Well, you can see the bottom of this cup, although you can't see the bottom of this whole experience. Yep, that's right. You've waited this whole time for the strawberry shortcake. This is a wheat wine beer. Here's a quick description from Funky Buddha. Hey, pal, this ain't just some sweet thing. (laughs) This fierce frosted goodness is none other than strawberry shortcake, a righteous wheat wine brewed with just enough whole strawberries and fragrant vanilla beans to temper its ferocious nature. So, beer bros, take heed. It's time to hail to the queen, baby. The ABV on this is 9%. I know. I can't even God, believe that this I read 9%? that. This was 9%? That might be the worst beer the description I've yeah. ever heard. Yeah. Hail to the queen. Yeah. Baby. Nine so, percent. Yeah. So you got to think about who you'd give this to. I want you to think about it. So, but yeah. So what? Did, uh, what? Uh, what are your tasting notes here on strawberry strawberry shortcake? Strawberry Twizzler. Yeah. It smells yeah. like yeah. it, yeah. and yeah. it tastes like it. Huh, let's see here. Good old boy Dave is one hundred percent correct. That mm. is like the artificial kind. That's of very true. Plastic yeah. aroma is yep. is spot on for a strawberry Twizzler. I yep. I would agree with that. Um, it does have some of that. Uh, tart uh, sugary kind of thing going on there is some strawberry there um that's going on but it is like really in the background and if you told me this was anything but beer i would believe you that's the weird thing this is nine percent wheat wine and and it's like if you told me this was you need to give this to that idiot uh niece that just won't shut up and ask why if this came from why if this was like a funky buddha collaboration with boone's farm i would (laughs) right so i would blink an eye if you told me it came with a screw uh, if a screw cap was on it i'd agree this could be a donut or something it's it's a really just interesting beer it's like <laughs> I, if i now look if you like respect like kindle's code word interesting if you would ask me which styles work for a strawberry beer wheat wine would probably be very low on my list i couldn't even and begin you know to why. put it in that category yeah and um yeah it's this just, is an insult to of, every strawberry beer ever made it's just a lot of really interesting flavors here and i'm not sure they work together and sometimes wheat wine could use all the help it could get you know that's what i mean a, that's this kind is of not a, helping wheat well, not wine a lot any. of people make wheat wine anyways well that's what i'm making next week so you know <laughs> we'll see <laughs> thanks i appreciate it <laughs> yeah <laughs> good luck mike don't put a lot of strawberry and vanilla <laughs> yeah in there. i don't think i'm yeah. gonna have any strawberry involved with this so um, I think maybe it's the vanilla that throws a, it off. Yeah. It's a lot of vanilla. I man. think that vanilla is clashing with the, the caramel malt you, know, you yeah. got going on in there. Yeah. I thought there was some lactose that was laden in this, and I thought that was actually just fighting with the wheat wine itself. But I don't think that I've ever written down the word lame wheat wine beer ever. And that is <laughs> almost my you know, whole it's description. another sip, suds, and smokes first. Yeah, right. Yeah, mm, that's for sure. Possibly one of the most confusing beers I've ever drank. I'm confused and angry. Hmm. I'm not angry. Just, Definitely just confused. Uh, which one of these things is not like the others in this flight? That's for, for sure. sure. For yeah. Sure. So yeah, I would totally give this to a niece that just can't shut up. Who who would you give it to? Uh, nobody. Nobody. 
you can't yeah. think of anybody yeah. you but you yeah. know what love what kind of bothers shit. me is that i've had a l- several other funky buddha beers that are really great yeah. there are some really good ones yeah. so i agree you know, don't let this scare you off send us those yeah that's true <laughs> well did we Yep. Well, that's it for uh, this particular beer. Our Sudge rating. Oh, what? Did we rate this one? I am. I'm going to do it right now. Oh, there we go. Our Sudge rating out. I'm going to get to it if you just. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Shut up. Shut up. Sorry. Have this beer caper. Yeah, yeah. Have, our a, Sudge have a strawberry rating. beer. Our Sudge rating for a strawberry shortcake is going to be a two. Well, there you have it. You made another trip to the pastry shop and survived this entire flight. We hope you enjoyed this episode and this trip through uh, Candy Cane Forest. And you can catch all of our episodes online as well on SoundCloud, TuneIn, Stitcher, YouTube, iHeart, Google Play, PRX, and Spreaker, our native media host. You can catch us easily online by just yakking into your phone and saying, play Sipsuds and Smokes podcasts. iTunes and the Google Play Store are also good places. We love your feedback, and you can reach us online at info at sipsudsandsmokes.com. And our daily tasting notes flow out on Twitter and Instagram every day at Smoke, And our Facebook page is always buzzing with lots of news. Please take the time to rate this episode if you're listening online. Five is our favorite number. I want to thank uh, good old boy Kendall for joining us. Kendall, I know you have a really great blog. Why don't you tell everybody about it? Yeah, my wife and I blog about the good news of good beer at beermakes3.com. Thanks for being here, good old boy Dave. Hey, check out my 60-second beer reviews on Instagram at good old boy Dave. And thank you, good old boy Caperton. And check me out at local tap rooms here. So you're wow. saying a pitcher of strawberry shortcake just for you? Ooh. Put it in a funnel. He'll be your best friend. Well, this is good old boy Mike thanking you for joining us for this episode and Smokes episode. Come back, join us once again, and I'll ask you to keep on sipping. been a one tan hand production of sip suds and smokes a program devoted to the appreciation of some of the finer slices of life from the dude in the basement studios your host the good old boys will see you all next time